Friday, all the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, very important, we keep an eye on the uh, the Afghan currency market. Yes, that's the time for it for sure. We'll mark the week. It's Friday. It's what we do. Uh, virtual meetings uh, with a little bit extra. Good to see of one Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, but before any of that, uh, why have we not vaccinated all the people at the front lines? I'm not talking about the front lines in Afghanistan. I'm talking about the front lines on the street. Well, the revelation, or perhaps confession. I think confession's a better word, isn't it? The confession came yesterday at one o'clock in the sermon from the Pulpit of Truth. The reason the police weren't jabbed properly was because they didn't have the supply. At last, Adern admits it. They didn't have the supply. Now, why would that be? Well, we'll come back to that. We asked that very question, of course, six hours earlier yesterday when talking to Ashley Bloomfield, but he wouldn't admit it. The police, of course, who have this week talked of taking legal action, have every right to be angry. The supermarket workers have every right to be angry. And by week's end, we all have every right to be angry because we have been shockingly let down. You'll also note from yesterday's pulpit lecture the urgency now to get a vaccine. What a surprise. In three days... We've gone from not needing to hurry because we have no COVID to get out, get in and get jabbed. Their plan, such as it ever was, is now officially a scandal. It's a bust. As Morrison and his smug lot across the Tasman had to admit and apologise for, so too will this lot, who suffered the same smugness, who refused to listen, who refused to accept that it was a race. Borders don't keep the virus out and zero COVID is a joke, a hopelessly idealistic joke believed in by people who are not remotely connected to the real world, either because they're from the cloistered world of academia, so yes, they understand the science, but not from the real world and understanding the implications of the damage we do, or they're from the Labour Party and straight out of the university library or union halls and have relied on the aforementioned wonks who have led us down a very dangerous path. So to the supply, we've been conned. We didn't pay the premium for early delivery. We didn't have any urgency. We were blinded by the dumb belief that a locked border was all we needed. We could take all year, no worries. What a farce. We could have jabbed everyone if we started in February by June. June, we could have been done. And yet here we are in August, 118 in the world, locked down, everything shut, yet again, going nowhere. That's where this government's plan or lack of plan has landed us. Frontline is not protected because of a lack of supply. 118 in the world, locked down like nowhere else, apart from the other inept idiots across the Tasman. The scam's up. The cons exposed. The Adern show was as shallow as a bee kind and stick a teddy in the window. You think they're going to put all this and this week on the cover of Vogue or Time magazine? Yeah, I'm not sure why it's so tricky to arrange jabs for cops. And check out operators, given that I'm going to go and get my first one this morning. Oh, yes, that's right. I've found a vaccination centre that's actually open. Lucky me. Uh, meantime, mind you, is it hardly surprising, given the, uh, the the Ashley and Ardern show we saw yesterday? By the way, with the thanks to Barry Soper, I was listening yesterday, and I, I'm just wondering if the tension... Listen carefully to this, because is there an element of tension in the air? Has the love affair between Jacinda and Ashley come to an end because this was yesterday's one o'clock and, and Jacinda can't seem to, 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 to stay out of it. Listen. Have we provided you with some of those numbers? Um, I, I, I gave an indication we were yeah. using it up. I haven't got the numbers, but I do recall uh, this time last year when we were in Alert Level 4 last time, there was a high level of vigilance by people uh, on, <laughs> what might, on potential uh, breaches of the protocols. So let me take those separately. You go so, for the Auckland Hospital. I'll oh, dig through the case information uh, on case B. 
Uh, look, that's probably a question I best throw to Dr Bloomfield, but at every stage we have talked about um, making sure that our rollout is equitable. But rather than me re going on recall, I'll ask Dr Bloomfield. Uh, I'd have to come back to you with the detail. I'm, I know that a number of the DHBs had specific initiatives to reach to, the, to homeless people, and I'll just have to check on the one from all. Ah, Dr Bloomfield brings down those numbers daily, just waiting for that very question. I'll, I'll just have to, uh, to find them. Oops. <laughs> and that was just one day. I like that one where um, where she doesn't have the answer, but she answers, then she throws to Ashley, and he doesn't have an answer either. Uh, look, that's probably a question I best throw to Dr Bloomfield, but at every stage we have talked about um, making sure that our rollout is equitable. But rather than me re going on recall, I'll ask Dr Back me Bloomfield. up here, Ashley. Uh, I'd have to come back to you with the detail. Uh -huh. I know that a number of the DHBs had specific initiatives to reach to, the, to homeless people, mm. and I'll just have to check on the one from all. But the good thing is, play that one at the end where she's absolutely certain that Ashley just brings down those numbers. Ah, Dr Bloomfield brings down those numbers daily, just waiting for that. I'll, I'll just have to uh, to find them. Oh no, 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 no! I think something's gone on there. I think the love affair is over. What do you reckon? A little bit of tension, mind you. All I'm doing is previewing today's one o'clock. They're going to have to get it together, mind you. What else are we doing? For goodness' sake, should really have edited some canned laughter into that as well. That'd be the perfect. It make, make make it seem like the perfect sitcom now. Now I know what you're thinking. What's happening with the Afghan dollar? Well, it's actually not a dollar, is it? Just before we leave Afghanistan, their currency, which is the Afghani. Uh, is collapsing, as you would probably well imagine. The economy relies very heavily on U.S. international aid. What the U.S. do about this is going to be very interesting. Uh, that's their their tool of negotiation going forward, I guess. About 75% of public spending is financed through international aid grants through the World Bank. So there is international leverage on how the Taliban behave, I guess. Uh, any central bank assets that the Afghan government has, they're mainly in the U.S. There's not much of them. Uh, it's about $12 billion. I mean, that's the whole country's money, $12 billion. Uh, that's the Afghan uh, bank, Afghanistan bank, the DAB. Shipments of dollars, international loans and aid are also in doubt. So presumably the Americans are going to um, squeeze that pipeline of supply and get what they want or hopefully get what they want. Kind of disappointing they couldn't come up with a more original name than the Afghan. Um, but anyway, it's tumbling. Uh, we'll mark the week now. It's Friday. It's what we do. Time now to mark the week. little piece of news and current events. It's as popular as a C-130 on the Kabul tarmac heading out. Level four zero. There is no escaping the simple truth. We lose. Uh, the variant that was going to get here despite the delusion of the border being locked, the delusion that we could take our time with a vaccine because we had no COVID, it all came crashing down Tuesday. Uh, the Warriors, eight. Three in a row. And the eight is alive. And lessons here in battling adversity and living to play another day. Uh, yeah, the All Black 7. Fabulous win, but could it be the end of it? I mean, no Perth, no South Africa, no Argentina. What about the Northern Tour, eh? Groundswell, 8. Yes, another crack from the country. As far as protests go, it was awesome. So if they go again and they think they will, it's going to be bigger this time and all power to them. Afghanistan, 1. I mean, you could not have had a bigger disaster if you set out to mess it up in record fashion. The Taliban, 1. You believe them, you're an idiot. Joe Biden, 1. No. Our mission in Afghanistan was never supposed to have been nation-building. Mm. He didn't start it, but of the 20 years, he was involved for nine of them, and he's the one who ended it the way he did. He goes down in history as a Vietnam-style failure. Uh, the vaccine rollout, well, two scores here, actually. The pause, two. Yet another show of lack of planning. I mean, 18 months and still behind the eight ball. But the process itself, when you actually, you know, go and get jabbed, nine. 
I did it. It works. It's easy. The people are nice, and when you have it done, you don't die. Vaccine moaners, deniers, and skeptics. Three. Now, I mean, make up your own mind. It's a free will. But can we ditch the aggro? I mean, there seems to be a link between deniers and angst. Why, if you don't want a jab because it has a chip in it, do you have to quote every faux science paper you found on the QAnon site? Justin Trudeau, six. Two years early on the snap poll, but incumbency in these times seems to work. Lord of the Rings, three. Now, when you make it hard to do business the way we have, guess what? You go where it's not hard to do business. Andrew Barnes, nine. His piece in Wednesday's Herald is a must-read. It's the reality too many refuse to accept on life in a COVID world. We are trapped, most of the world isn't, and he's living proof. Read it. Virologist Chris Smith, eight. Listen to his interview from our show yesterday. It's online, another good reality check. Kate McNamara, eight. Read her piece from Thursday's Herald about the money we wasted on spin and being at the bottom of the vaccine rollout. Eric Crampton, eight. Readers' piece in Newsroom about the political corruption and MIQ that favours the few and locks out the many. The fact I can recommend so much reading, seven. Because at last, at least a bit of the media's woken up to what we've said from day one. This isn't good enough, was never good enough, and we are being played. And that is the week. Copies on the website, and Marking the Week, by the way, raised its full-year forecast and produced results above market expectations. Can I be totally honest with you? I do wish Mike would stop reading the paper. Um, I mean, did you hear all the marks he gave out at the end of Mark the Week there? I think well, every time he talks on air and, and he reads, every time he reads something out of the paper, um, I save that bit away as uh, Mike reads the paper. That's what I call it. And I think there's been more Mike Reads the Papers this week than any other week. I think this is what happens when he gets locked down. He's got more time for reading. And then he reads to you. And what he needs to do is just say, go and read this thing. He doesn't need to then read it to you as well, does he? Anyway, that's my little moan over. Uh, Let's hear from Mark Zuckerberg instead. Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. Now, virtual reality on its way to a workplace near you if you're into this sort of thing. So Facebook's announced this morning they're launching Horizon Workrooms, virtual reality app aimed at reinventing the virtual office space. It's too stupid. Essentially allows you to work and meet in an office space without having to leave your house. Here's Zuckerberg. It's basically a virtual reality service for collaborating together and doing work. It basically gives you the opportunity to sit around a table with people and work and brainstorm and and whiteboard ideas. For people who can't be there through virtual reality, they can just video conference in so you can include everyone. But it's this pretty amazing experience where, you know, you feel like you're really right there with your colleagues. Mm. See, the problem here is you need virtual reality goggles and then you look like an idiot. So anyway, I gave a demonstration to CBS's Gail King. Mark, I'm in. All right, welcome. Oh, oh my God, you've got freckles on your nose. Oh, I God. have freckles in real life too, so I'm you know, trying to do the best wow. of my avatar. Do you like my glasses? I like it I, in here. Your avatar looks great. This is my first virtual reality interview. How about it's you? mine too. My, my right. first virtual reality interview too. Fabulous. Uh, anyway, that launched overnight. You can download it now. Does he have a funky soundtrack behind him everywhere he goes? No, I, don't I he, want that. I don't know what he does. I mean, the weird thing about that is that this is not new. I, if, if, any, if you've tried an Oculus Quest um, virtual reality headset, there are various different apps you can use to go and meet people, um, and including you can do it via Microsoft has some capability for this as well. Listen to Tech Geek sounding like a know-it-all. 
Um, but anyway, I'm sure now that Facebook's doing it, it'll catch on a little bit better. But yeah, back to the soundtrack thing. That it, it seems like he can't do anything anymore without having music in the background. And so that he just seems to go about life with music playing in the background to accompany. I still can't get over the um, you know riding around on the um, hydrofoil thing with the American flag on Independence Day. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go and look it up. It was the final bit of conclusive evidence that he's living in the same surreal world that Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson and Elon Musk are. Reality has ceased to exist for them. They've moved to a higher plane. I, I'm not saying that to criticise. I'm jealous. I, w- I would like to live there too. I'm Glenn ZB. We live in this reality instead. Thank you for joining me in it, and I'll be back with more of this reality on Monday. See you then. Hold up. 